0: We continue on the three lines from the bottom of the page. This is a Mishnah that we'll discuss in similar to the Allah we learned before about a nether that a person makes and it turns out that the aynis occurs and because of that the nether does not take effect. This is a similar thing where a person makes a nether and this nether does not take effect. So a person makes a nether when he's in a situation where there's a yid, that nebuch is coming and threatening to kill him. He's trying to steal money from him, and he's threatening to kill him. So you make a nether to stop him from doing this, and the nether he makes is, well, let's see in a second, whether or a person that's coming to steal money from you, and you're trying to stop him from stealing, even if he's not threatening your life, but he's going to steal. And people that come to collect taxes, and you want to stop him from taking those taxes. So what is a nether the person makes? He says, He he says, this, this money here or this produce here is Truma, so don't touch it. So this individual, even though, according to some uh, uh, on the Mepharshim, this refers even to the person that's coming to kill you. But when you tell him it's Truma, so then a person that eats truma it's not a kayin, it's chayiv misa, so he's not going to touch it. And of course, the person that's coming to steal, or the person that's coming to collect the taxes, he's not going to touch it if you tell him, if you make a nether that this is truma. Even if it's not true, and this is not Truma, but you can make this nether, and it's a false nether, but nevertheless, the nether, of course, doesn't take effect, but you make this nether just to stop this person from stealing or killing you. According to others, when it says in the Mishnah beginning, so you're not telling him that this is Truma. It doesn't make a difference to this person. If he's a murderer, you could tell him it's Truma. It's not going to change his mind. But on this person, you're going to have to make some other kind of nether to stop him from killing you. And here the Mishnah gives another option. You tell the person, don't touch this produce, don't touch this, this belongs to the king. Even if it does not belong to the king. So this could be referring also to the person that's the murderer, that's coming to kill you. So you tell him that I belong to the king, or this, uh, be careful what you do here. So he's going to get afraid of killing you if, you if you tell him that what you have, or you, even you yourself belong to the king. In any way you can make any kind of a nether or say any kind of expression to ask these things from this person that you shouldn't touch it or to save yourself, to save your own life. But you should not use an expression of shvu in such a situation where you're trying to save your life or trying to save your money because is much more severe than just a nether. say it doesn't matter, you can use the expression of as well. Because you're coming to save yourself, coming to save money, it doesn't make a difference. Another machloike is, say Do not offer this. Do not open the conversation and tell this person that's threatening you, I make a nether that this is belonging to Truma or to the king and therefore don't touch it. Just talk to him. First try to talk to him without making this nether. If it doesn't work and he doesn't trust you, so then you want to show him that you're serious, so then you can make a nether. But you don't offer this in the beginning say, You could offer and, and start right away and tell him, I make a nadar that this belongs to Truma without even him asking for this. a third machlaik is here, say, when you're making a neder, it's only what he is demanding of you to say. When he's saying to you, prove it to me, and he, he's telling you how to make the neder, in order to prove it, that's the neder you should make. The Mishnah is here going to describe this. Even what, what more than what this person is asking of you, you could make your neder and add more than what he's saying. What does this mean? What happened over here? What happened over here? This person, this gunner, this thief, or this murderer, comes and tells you, If you want to prove to me that what you're saying is true, so you're making a neda that what you have over here belongs to Truma or belongs to the king... So make a nether that if, if this is not true, then your wife will be asatava to have a note to you. So right, like this, I can trust you. And this person responds and says, ishti <laughs> He says, I'll swear even more than you, what you're demanding. Or not swear, but I'll make a nether. I'll make a nether that if it's not true what I'm saying, my wife and my children will be also to me. So he added, he wanted to show how serious he is. His wife, which he only made a nether because this person asked, and he wanted to show that it's true and he's ready to make this sneller. So his wife will be mutter because he only made it for that purpose. But he didn't really mean this. But Ubana Vasun, he himself added and said that my children should be asr to me. So that you add it. So they'll be asur. Beisillelah will Beisillel say, Elu ve'elu mutter. And his wife, his children will all be mutter. He just added it to show how serious and how strong his words are. So you should trust him. But he didn't mean it. So they're all going to be mutter. So the Gemara begins with one detail here of what the Mishnah said. One of the individuals that it was speaking about that was coming to attack this person is a tax collector. And the Gemara says, or the Mishnah says, you're able to make a nether to stop him from collecting your taxes. <laughs> the laws of the government are a law, as well, that you're obligated to pay these taxes. So how is it that this person can come and, and we allow him to make a nether uh, to stop himself from paying the taxes, Interesting thing over here that Aram points out that what's stuck the reason why because really the whole country belongs to the king and at any given moment he can tell you move out of your house and I want to occupy this land. So because everything belongs to the <coughs> king so therefore whatever taxes he collects from you when he allows you to live where you live you have to pay those taxes. But he says in Eretz Yisrael when it comes to a Jewish king in Eretz Yisrael because every Yid has his territory in Eretz Yisrael that actually belongs to him because Eretz Yisrael was divided to all of Kval Yisrael. I it. So the king does not have any ownership in your land. Over there, the idea of dinah demachuse dinah does not apply, at least not in this sense. Interesting. There, is, there are other Rishanim though that say that the reason why we say dinah demachuse dinah has nothing to do with the ownership of the actual territory that the king owns, but it's the fact that you have a, a country and the people and they accept the laws of the government in order for people to be able to live with law and order. So the very fact that you live in this country, that everybody accepts this, you have to keep those laws. So he answers and explains that we're not talking about a regular tax collector. We're talking about a tax collector that knows no limits. So there's two interpretations of this that Roshavir brings. Either this means that the king is sending him to collect taxes which doesn't have a specific amount, doesn't have a certain bracket of how much you're going to have to pay. So because it's a limitless... So this he can come and collect to you anything he wants... The king hires a person to collect taxes without any limitation of what it is. So that such a kind of taxes. There's no din of the Others say, Nirash, I believe, brings a second shot as well. Aimlik means that there is a certain amount that you have to pay for the taxes. But this person that's collecting the taxes is taking advantage. He knows no limits of how much he's going to be taking. So he's a ganav. basically. He's taking more even than the king wants him to take. So therefore, for such a thing, you can make a neder to stop him from collecting this taxes. The Bey the Shiva of Rabbiana they explained, This is not even a tax collector that was hired by the king. This is a tax collector that gets up on his own and he's collecting taxes. Nobody asked him, nobody told him he's collecting taxes. So therefore he's basically a ganav. Some say that he's even collecting those taxes that are owed to the king, but nobody appointed you. Who are you to collect the taxes? I'll decide when I pay the taxes. <laughs> Okay, then it's said in the Mishnah that he makes a nether, that it belongs to the king. Melech, even if it's not true, it does not belong to the king. He's just saying this that in order to stop this person from collecting these taxes or from stealing it or from killing him. Okay, so now the Gemara wants to understand what is that exactly the language of the nether that the person is saying. nodar. What is the nether that this person says? Is the nether that this person is saying is, I make a nether that this belongs to the king? There's no such a nether. What does a nether usually mean? A nether means I make something asr. That's what a nether is. If we if were making a shvu'ah, then this makes sense. I swear that this belongs to the king. I swear that this belongs to Truma. But he's making a nether. So what does the nether here mean? Amrav, what the person says is, His nether is, he says to this person here, that all peters of the world should be asserted to me, if this does not belong to the king. So he's trying to show to him and prove to him that what he's saying is true. So he's saying, I accept upon myself a nether, everything in the world should be asserted to me, if this does not belong to the king. But the Gemara asks that if so, this nether should actually take effect. Once a person actually says this, that all the peters of the world should be asserted to me, itzeru aleh, kalpeyre alma. All the Pedis of the world should become Asatim. So, what the Gemara is asking is, as the explains, even if this is a situation of an Inus, but nevertheless, if you make this nether and you say such clear words that all Pedis of the world should be asat to me, it should become asa, even in this situation of an Inus. So, how could a person make this nether? So, the Gemara explains, The reason it doesn't become Asatim is because when he makes the nether, he says, All these Pedis will become asat to me today. But that, they're not also for me to, uh, forever, just today. So therefore they won't be also for him only for that day. That can't be what the Mishnah is speaking about. Because if he's telling this thief that I, I, I can guarantee you that what you want to take belongs to Hectish or belongs to, uh, to, 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 to Trumeh or belongs to the Melech and he says otherwise all the paydays of the world will be also to me today. So then this tax collector, will not even accept what he's saying. <laughs> All your paid is just today. That's not something serious. So wh- why is it even meaningful? So the gemara explains the case over here is <laughs> not that he's actually saying the word Hayayim. <laughs> In his heart he's thinking that the Iser of the Paytas, which is his neder, should be only today. Umaitzi bisfasov stam. But what he actually says is, he says the world, the, the paidest of the world should be asa to me. And he doesn't specify when they should be asa to him. If he would specify clearly and say that the Paytas of the world should be asa to me forever. La'ilam, so then even if he thinks in his heart, just today, it's not going to help because he verbally said clearly forever. If you would say clearly by mouth, Hayayim. so then obviously it means only today, but then it's not going to help you because this tax collector is not going to take your word seriously. So what he says is, "stam." he says, these payers should be offered to me. When? For how long? He doesn't specify. And over here we say, of the even though usually we do say, Dvarim shabalei if you're thinking in your heart that it should only be offered today, that's just words of the heart. It's insignificant. Even though you didn't spell out, that it, it, uh, what, what you're referring to but usually if a person doesn't give any date he doesn't say only today what does it mean when you say "stam"? "Stam" means forever so even if you would be thinking Hayyayim in a usual circumstance the Nada would take effect forever over here, when you make this nether, and in your heart, you're thinking that it means today, it will be only today. Because of the circumstance of the oines, it's clear that you meant only today. It's clear that you're only trying to push off this person from collecting it for the taxes, and you didn't mean forever. Then it's brought in the Mishnah, the opinions of B'Shamay, B'Sill, you can make a nether, a the next thing Bishami said, that you make the nether, only what this person is telling you to make the nether. Even what he does not ask you, you can add. And more in your nether to show how serious you are. <laughs> Kate said, as the Mishnah said, <laughs> He says, make a nether that your wife would be also to you. And he adds and says, my wife and my children would be also to me. Bishami <laughs> said that his wife would be mutter and his children that this person did not ask him to make the nether for this. will be also. We still say they would all be mutter. So the Gemariya brings a braisa that seems to say different than what it said in the Mishnah. Amar so Avona said, Tonen, a we learned. say, You may not open with a shvue, without this person asking you to make a shvua about what you're saying. You may not offer to swear about what you're saying say you may also offer and open up and make a shvue that this this belongs to Truma or to the Beis or to the king so the Gemara now explains what do we see here from this Braise it's different than what it said in the Mishnah according to Beis what does he say when it comes to swearing which is more severe than a neder so you may not offer this on your own but it seems like, from what Bisham is saying here, that if you're only using a notion of a nether, a vow, so then you may offer to make a nether to this person to show how serious it is what you're saying, even without him requesting this. But what, but what do we learn in the Mishnah? In the Mishnah it said, that you may not open, you may not uh, offer to make a nether. You just have to say what you're saying that this belongs to the king. If he doesn't believe you, then you can make another. But in the Mishnah it's mashma that you may not offer anything on your own, not another, not a shvuah And the Braise it's mashma that you may offer to make another. Vesu, another question, which what it says here in the Braise, is different than what it says in the Mishnah. From the from the Braise it seems that you may not open up with a shvu'ah. Ha made another But however, if he uh, does not. Um, if, if he's requesting this from you, this individual, so then you may use the language of a shvuah to prove what you're saying. You may not offer to use such a severe lashan of a shvuah on your own, but if he's asking for it to show how serious you are, you may use the lashan of a But what? What did it say in the <Hebrew> Mishnah? From the Mishnah, seems to be saying you could only use the lashan of a neda, and never, even if he's asking for this, you could never use the lashan of a Shvur. So that's, uh, what it says here in the B'raises seems to be more lenient in the opinion of B'Shamay than what it says in the Mishnah. So the Gemara explains that's not a contradiction. Tonamas Nisan beneder. The Mishnah says that regarding a neder, that you may not make a neder, you may not open up, that is. You may not open up with the loshen of a neder. Lo'idiach the It's to let you know how far B'Shamay's opinion goes. That when it, even when it comes to a neder, you may not open up with a nether. That's what the Mishnah is coming to say. The Mishnah is coming to show you how much Beshama is being machmer. that even though a nether is not as severe as a shvuah, you may not open up with the lotion of a nether. And Toneh B'raiseh B'Shvua, the when it speaks about that you may not open up with a Shvua, even though really, like we see from the Mishnah, according to B'Shamah, you may not open up, you may not offer even to make a nether. But it's saying that you may not offer to make a Shvua, because it wants to point out that B'Shill, which argues how lenient he is. Basil is so lenient that he says that not only you may offer him Without him asking. You may offer him to use a lotion of a That You may even offer to use a lotion of a Shavu. So the, the Mishnah is stressing the stringency of Bishamai. And the Braiseh is, is saying it differently to stress the leniency of Basil, But there's no contradiction here. Ravashi ma. Ravashi has a completely different answer. He says, we misunderstood this Braiseh that Rav quoted. quoted. This Braiseh is speaking about a completely different thing. B'shameyah are saying, When a person makes a shvuah that something would be aser, you cannot open up. When it said before, the lotion of, it means you can't open it, you can't request a heta for this. If you remember, we learned before in the Gemara there's an opinion that when it comes to a shvuah, there's no heta for a shvuah. That's what it's saying here. And said yes, that you could uh, request a hetter even for a shvua. Nothing to do with the point that we're talking about over here in the Mishnah regarding this person that's making a shvua or a neder in a case where he's being threatened, he's uh, dealing with a, a thief, and so on. So, la another case over here where a person makes uh, a neder, and this is uh, somebody him say this is similar to the nidre shgogis we have before, person that made a neder. And uh, really, the nether is a mistake. Let's see. Person says, "Hare nitias haelu carbon." These trees that are going growing here, I, ded- <laughs> I dedicate it or I dedicate the money that I will make from it to be a carbon. In if these trees are not going to be cut down, they're not going to be uh, torn out from the ground. What's this talking about? So, as we'll see in the Gemara, we're talking over here about a, a person that there's a, there's a tremendous hurricane. And he sees that it's gonna tear out his trees from the ground. And so he says, I, if the Abishta helps me and these trees do not get torn out of the ground, then I make a nether that I will give from the value of these trees for for a nether, for a carbon. The value. Yeah. <laughs> from the money of these trees I will give it for if they don't get cut down, I will give it for carbon. Or similar, as Gemara will explain, there's a fire burning. And there's a talis, there's a garment, there's his clothing. He says, carbon. this talis I dedicated to be a carbon, or he's going to use the money for a carbon, Im if it won't get burnt there in the fire. So what happens? The Mishnah says, yesh land The nether takes effect. And in order for you to be able to not use this money for, from these things for yourself, you're going to have to redeem it from the hektish. This this nether of a carbon took effect. What if the person says, haray Nitias elu carbon, these trees over here should be dedicated for a carbon at until it gets cut down. Or he says, talazu carbon, this tal should be dedicated to be for a carbon at chatisarif until it gets burnt. Okay, so then a over here, the hektish that he just dedicated, does take effect and it takes effect even stronger. It takes effect and he could never redeem it. Okay, the Gemada will explain this two opinions of the Gemada what this means we'll see, but over here, this is a different kind of a, of a nether, this is a stronger nether, and it takes effect in a way that you could never, you can never redeem this. Frek hmm. the So the difference between the beginning, the Reisha, and the Sefer was, w- whether the hektish takes effect, and whether you can redeem it or not. So, in fact, the Gemara Velisni, in the Reisha of the Mishnah, let it use a different expression. Why does it say that you could redeem it? It should have said, Kedoshais ve'en Kedoshes. It should have used a, term, a different terminology, more clear. It should have said that in, in the Reisha, it's, it's hectish and the hektish takes effect. Now, the Slashon of the Gemara, the question is a bit difficult, because when it says is, that's understood. That the Gemod is asking in the Reisha instead of saying, yeshla and Pidyan that it could be redeemed, a clearer way of saying is, that the hektish takes effect. But when it says in the Gemod, of, what is the Gemod referring to? And the Sefer, should say, on the contrary, in the Sefer, it's even more hektish, you can't even redeem it. So some take this out, here uh, the taster says, you're not good as vain, Kedoshos. Some say that the Gemara is asking in the Reisha itself. Because in the Reisha it's a kind of hektish that you could redeem. So in the Reisha it could have said that it's Kedoshos, vain, Kedoshos. That it's hektish, but it's such a kind of hektish that you have the option to redeem it and, and it should not be hectish. That's the Gemara's question. So the Gemara answers, I did a boil in the Sefer. Because in the Sefer of the Mishnah it wants to say, ein Lampidian, that it's hektish to the point that you cannot redeem it, and that's the only way I could say this, that it can't be redeemed. So, Taninam Eresha and Eresha as well, instead of just saying clearly that it is hektish, <coughs> it says, Yesh Lampidian." It says that it could be redeemed, as opposed to the Sefer where it can't be redeemed. Okay, now the Gemara will clarify exactly what this person said in his nether. Nodar. <laughs> What exactly is the nether that the person said over here? What's, what's the circumstance? What's the lushna of the nether that the person says? What's, again, what's the person saying? The nether in the Mishnah over here was, he says, that if this tree does not get cut down, so then uh, it should be hectic. What is that supposed to mean? The tree doesn't get cut down on its own. Why should it get cut down? What, what, what was this person saying? So you know, the one explains, like I said before in the Mishnah, the circumstance here. Oma Meimar Sam says... What he says is, He's not saying if it never gets cut down. He's saying today, if it doesn't cut, get, get cut down today. And then the day passes and today it did not get cut down. So it becomes hectic. So the Gemara asks, So what's the Kiddush of the Mishnah? Obviously, if the person says, If this tree in my field does not get cut down today, so then the, it, it should, the value of this tree should be hectic. So obviously he made a condition. The condition was fulfilled, and it becomes hectic. What's the chiddush of this mishnah? So the mar explains zike There's a very strong wind, and he's saying that it should take, uh, the hectic should take effect if this wind will not tear out my tree from the ground. So over here, there's a Kiddush in the Mishnah. Because you may think when the person makes this kind of a nether, he sees this huge hurricane and he almost thinks it's, it's going to be a miracle if this tree doesn't get uprooted. And he's not expecting the tree to remain <coughs> connected to the ground. So when he made the that he wasn't really serious. He was expecting this tree to get uprooted. So therefore, even if a miracle happens and his tree is saved, maybe the heck shouldn't take effect. This should be like the netherim that we learned before on this paidik, a nether which is a mistake, something that he didn't expect to happen. So that's the chiddush that the nether does take effect. So the Gemara says According to most version, most the Gemara is actually not asking a question; it's bringing a raya to this pshat from the next case of the Mishnah We can understand this also from what we learned afterwards in the Mishnah Talis, What the person said regarding the talis. What did he say regarding the talis? If this talis does not get burnt then it, the value of it should be for hektish. Now, the what is he saying? Why should this talus get burnt? The talus just gets burnt automatically? Even if you're going to say by a tree, eventually, after a number of years, it gets cut down. So maybe that would make sense. But regarding a talus, a talus does not get burnt. So what are we talking about over here? So in, the answer is yes. What we're talking about is similar to what we said in the previous case, that there's a wind threatening the tree. So over Mm -hmm. here, there's a fire that's threatening to burn this uh, talus. So, and, and the person made the nether, he says, if my garments get saved from this fire, I dedicate the value of it for hektish. So over there, the khidish is that even though he may have thought that the fire is it's too late, the fire is going to burn it, and he didn't expect that it will get saved, and it got saved, nevertheless, the hektish takes effect. Hochanami, the same as the pshar and the as well, the ikka fisha nefisha, that is a big wind, and the Salka daitok. I would think to say, the masaka daite, that what this person was really thinking is, the loi misnatzlon. That they're not going to be saved from the wind or from the fire. Um, and therefore he made the nether. He's almost like davening Tashem. He's making this nether, but he doesn't really mean this nether seriously. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Kiddush that nevertheless we say that the nether that the person said regarding the wind and regarding the fire uh, that, that, that's happening here, in the nether does take effect. Yeah. And it's not considered to be a mistake. <laughs>